You are now listening to the Moon Child. It's February 9th, midday, 11 a.m. Kind of gloomy outside with a little bit of sun. And I'm feeling good waking up this morning. I wake up, look at the NBA standings, and I see the Sacramento Kings are in seventh place. But before we get into that, I must right my wrongs, you know, admit where I take an L. And that's what happened on Super Bowl Sunday. I lost me a nice smooth twenty-one dollars. That's why I safe that's why I safe bet. I don't like betting over twenty, to be honest. Betted twenty dollars and I betted a dollar. Lost it all. I had as you know, I had Chiefs thirty-one to twenty-four. And they didn't get they didn't get it they didn't get it right. Um, I should have never betted on their O line being injured. But first, you gotta congrats. Give all of his credit to the goat, Tom Brady. For me personally, it didn't take this it didn't take this game for him to win. For me to call call him the goat, he has three Hall of Fame careers in his 21, 22 year 22 year career. You can just break it down to seven seven seven. Um, yeah, he played 21 years. Yeah, I mean, you can break it down to 777, to be honest. His first seven years, right? Um, he had three Super Bowls. He got a, he even got a back-to-back. Then you look at his next seven years. He didn't have no Super Bowls, but that's when he was getting his MVPs. The Randy Moss years, he got his MVPs. He had the comeback player of the year as well. Um, he was putting up numbers, and he was just looking like the most talented quarterback. And then you look at the last seven years where he just in Joe Montana mode where he's old and he's just finding a way to win Super Bowls. He has four Super Bowls in his last seven years, no Super Bowls in his mid-seven years, and three Super Bowls in his first seven years. You can just split up, split him up to seven, and he would be a Hall of Famer either way. He had a Troy Aikman, Dan Marino, Joe Montana type career in three different in three different seven year spans. So yeah, um Tom obviously didn't beat him by himself, but he protected the ball. He was better on third down and he scored when his opportunities came. And I'm not gonna take anything against him about that. He was talking shit to Tyran Matthew. He was just, he's competitive. He has a competitive drive. He's 7 for 10. 7 for 10. He only lost three Super Bowls. Twice to Eli Manning and one to Nick Foles. So those guys are going to be cremated in statues forever. They were the guys who beat Tom Brady. Nick Foles and Eli Manning. Eli Manning is really about to have a Hall of Fame career because he beat Tom Brady twice in a Super Bowl. So... And it's just better for Tom Brady. Like, what a better story for him to win it for Tampa Bay, who hasn't been in the playoffs for the past 20 years, well, 15 to 18 years. Win it in their home stadium. First year there. First year without Belichick. Killing the narrative that it was a player-coach thing and the system QB and stuff like that. He's proved that he's a system. It's about the player. It's not about the coach. System only looks so good with great players. But as we know, if we turn it to the other side, see, when I was betting on the Chiefs, I'm like, okay, yeah, they're right tackle, left tackle. It doesn't matter. 
Mahomes is going to still find a way and figure it out. Which he almost did, to be honest. He was throwing 30-yard passes two inches off the ground. But those are just low-percentage plays. Can't win like that. Um, I totally underestimated the injuries. That backup O-line just could not handle Shaq Barrett. Couldn't handle JPP. Couldn't handle Vita Vey. Couldn't handle Ndonga Kong Su. Mahomes was pressured 29 times. He threw 49 passes. Completed 27. And he was pressured 29 times. That's just way too much. Mahomes was, I mean, Mahomes, the Chiefs was 3 for 13. And they were playing catch up the whole time. And they were 3 for 13 on third downs. Buccaneers was 4 for 12. They ran the ball more efficiently, though, to play off Lenny. Leonard Fournette. I've seen a funny-ass tweet. Todd Gurley was like, I'm sorry. Because if anybody remembers um, before the half, when they went for it on a um, on fourth down at the one yard line, they handed it off to Ronald Jun Ronald Jones instead of Leonard Fournette. He was like, "I'm sorry, but if I have a guy who goes bald on purpose, I'm giving it to him." And I totally agree with that. You, people that go bald on purpose, they a different breed, man. <laughs> they a different breed. They a different breed in the barbershop too. Trust me, they be there like, "Nah, I need a shinier." They be really pressing about that shit, you know. If Lodge, Lodge, my barber, if you listen to this, you better get it bald, dude, man. They be picky about how shiny they head is, man. <laughs> but um, even with the Chiefs playing catch-up the whole time, they still lost on third down. And I that was my main point. If you can't win the third down battle, you're definitely not going to win the game. It's just impossible. It's just not happening. And um, Mahomes basically was scrambling he scrambled for 500 yards, but all of it was backwards. He scrambled fi almost 500 yards going backwards. That's how much the pressure, that's how bad the O-line was. And you're just not going to be able to win like that. They didn't get a single touchdown. They didn't get a single touchdown. And that's just not because of injuries. That's where you got to give credit where credit is due to the Buccaneers. The Bucks. You know, as a franchise, we got to kind of give them respect as a franchise. It's their second Super Bowl. They did it before when they had Warren Sapp, now Hall of Famer John Lynch, and Derek Brooks. Building that Tampa 2 defense. And um, this squad that they put together over these past years, their drafting has been really, really good. Um, they've been, they put together a very good roster. You got Devin White, Vita Vea. Godwin, Tristan Wirfs, the rookie this year, and their whole secondary is not even in their third or fourth year. They've been drafting some, they drafted Mike Evans, they drafted, you know, they have Chris Godwin as well. Um, they drafted OJ Howard, they still have Cameron Bray, and then they brought in Gronkowski. Um, I think Ali Marpet is a solid guard, they drafted him. They, uh, and yeah, like I said, their whole secondary, they have a franchise if you think about what they drafted, they drafted their franchise tackle in Vita Vey. And these is the guys I'm saying that's about to be that they drafted hasn't even reached their like contract year yet, like in their fourth year. Godwin is about to, but um, their key pieces that they built around these past four years you got Godwin, you got Vita Vey, Devin White, Tristan Wirfs, and their whole secondary that's probably like second and third, fourth rounders Carlton Davis, Murphy Bunting, Winfield Jr. So, they've done a really good job um, of drafting. 
and this year they bet on themselves. They went 7-9 with Jameis Winston throwing 30 touchdowns, 30 picks. And they said, you know what? And Jameis Winston, he's a talented quarterback. They could have brought him back, made him the franchise QB, and hope that he progresses because he's a very talented QB. But um, they took a chance on a 43-year-old Tom Brady. Um, and that people don't realize, but that is a big chance because you're taking, you know, that means you're going for a Super Bowl in like a two, three-year window instead of, worrying about your QB position for the entire future. They said, no, we have a Super Bowl roster. We just need a guy that's going to take us there. And they bet on themselves for that. They took a chance. They took a chance. And they also signed, signed some very savvy vets. I mean, they were the ones who gave Shaq Baird a chance. Jason Pierre-Paul, after, you know, blowing off his finger. The Kong Su. They got Leonard Fournette. They got Rob Gronkowski. That came with Gronk. They even let AB join the squad. They also, and their their main vets that they already had in Ali Marpet, Levante David, who's been, uh, who could be a Hall of Fame linebacker, who's just been so consistent these past eight to ten years. And it's, it's cool that he got a chance to play in the Super Bowl. Mike Evans has always been consistent. So having their franchise pieces and able to get them a ring, as well as the young guys they'd be drafting, you got to give a shout out to the Buccaneers for organization. And they're going to be a big threat to my Niners next year. I think so. Um, they're going to have another year together. So, um, And they got their Super Bowl ring already in case something bad happens for them next year. So props to them. Defense played amazing. And all they did was have two high safeties. They didn't blitz this time. They trusted their linebackers and coverage in the middle, get the corners covered the sidelines, and two high safeties to watch Tyreek. And they, they, they got the job done. Shout out to Bruce Arians. Um, all the coordinators and assistant coaches were african-american the main coordinators um cool story like i said it would have been a cool story whoever won this game um, whether it was tom brady or pat mahomes overcoming tom brady and so yeah now that tom brady has won i don't think we have to debate on who's the greatest quarterback of all time is again you know he's proved that i'm not a system player no more you know everybody every single like um, popular successful athlete there's always you know like oh what if Jordan was never on the Bulls and there's there's only two guys like you know what if Jordan was in Bulls or Bill Russell wasn't on the Celtics or um, Joe Montana with the Niners you know but there's only two guys that's proved that they can wherever they go that they can impact the franchise and that's LeBron James and that is Tom Brady maybe Kawhi Leonard in the future if he can get this ring with the Clippers, because he did get one in Toronto, he did get one in San Antonio. If he gets one with the Clippers, you need to start talking about Kawhi Leonard a little bit more, you know? That's my guy. Now, speaking of Kawhi Leonard, shout out to the Bucks, great Super Bowl. We'll get more into football as time progresses, because I am very excited for the draft. But that's a different conversation. As I said before, speaking of Kawhi Leonard, I woke up this morning, and the Kings are seventh in the West. We are playing at the same level as the Nuggets, the Warriors, and the Trailblazers. Now, Trailblazers get a little asterisk because they are dealing with some major injuries. They don't have CJ McCollum or Nurkic. But we've been better than the Mavs, the Grizzlies, and the Pelicans. We just had a great, great, great week. We were 4-0 this past week. It was a fantastic week. 
for me work personally with work and all that stuff and with the kings of course and we're playing at a very very high level like it's surprising to say but we are and we're being led by an all-star right now De'Aaron Fox was awarded conference player of the week he's putting up this past week and these were all wins too he's putting up 31 points eight assists 65 percent from the field 38 percent from the three on high volume seven attempts a game and with, with, with fox like and how i feel about the kings and why like at the beginning of the season like it's hard for me not as also as a biased fan but to not think that this team can't make to the playoffs because we have a special piece on our team. And it's just all it's it's far from the numbers when it comes to De'Aaron Fox. I had the Kings being the eighth seed going to playoffs coming into it. Now, before the draft, I wasn't feeling good going into the season, but Tyrese Halliburton fell to us. Tyrese Halliburton, for me, in the draft, I didn't think he would leave the top eight. I thought we were going to draft. I wanted to draft Tyrese Maxey at 12 or um, Desmond Bain, maybe Aaron Naismith, Devin Vassell. I thought those were the or Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams was my main guy that I wanted, but the the GM seen when I see him, Patrick Williams, and that's why he went to the top five. But Tyrese slept to us. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got that extra playmaker that we need. If he can pan out, be that Donovan Mitchell or Devin Booker type pick for us, this can be a special thing, and it is. And with the white side coming back, um, that definitely we're nine and four, I believe, when he plays more than fifteen minutes. And when he missed those few games when we were giving up 120 points constantly, that hurt us. So Whiteside feel like he's playing like he's trying right now. He's playing with a higher motor. And we're all revolve their whole team is revolving around our star piece. And that's De'Aaron Fox. Now, as I said before, like when we talk about the numbers, yes, the numbers is great. But for watching him get better these past four years, he is a special player. You know, there's players that's going to be good going to be star and there's players that has something that you can't teach lebron's athleticism something you can't teach kd's height something you can't teach steph curry's jumper is different it's special kyrie's skill it's different it's special now now if you look at the guys who darren fox resembles the most these two guys are special especially when they're coming out russell westbrook john wall their athleticism is special their speed is special De'Aaron Fox's speed is beyond special and what makes him more special is because he knows how to change gears he can change gears he Russell Westbrook and James Harden I mean not James Harden Russell Westbrook and John Walk go at one speed they go at 100 miles per hour Fox has the ability and he's learned this over the past few years he has the ability to go 100 miles per hour, but also turn it to 75, turn it to 50. He's able to change his speed. He's just so crafty. And the way he's learned how to use his speed is making him virtually unstoppable. He's impossible to guard one-on-one. There's a only super, there's a few superstar players where they're gonna get out, they're gonna get you, they're gonna give you 25 any given night. And Tyrion Fox has turned into one of those players where you're not gonna stop him from getting his points. It just matters. It just matters how he gets the team involved, which he has been doing. I look up at the score box score every time. He always has near thirty and at least eight assists, and that's what he's been doing this past week. He's gotten more confident, and that should be scary for the league because he's playing with 
unbelievable confidence. He's shooting a three regularly. His form was never wrong. It's all a mental thing. He's shooting about seven threes a game, and he's shooting 39%. And all he needed was that jump shot because he always had a mid-range. He was always nice going to the basket. And now that he has that jump shot that you now have to respect, it's just so much easier for him to get to the rim. He's starting to get more of his foul calls. You know, that's more. if he becomes more of a superstar, he's going to be able to get more foul calls. He's going to be shooting 8 to 10 free throws a game. And these are not no Luka or Trey Young free throws. Like, De'Aaron Fox goes to the rim. He goes to the rim hard, too. And those free throws add up. He was terrible shooting free throws for, through the first 15 games. Since that Heat game, though, that Heat game when we lost, where he went like 3 for 7 from the free throw line. Or like 4 for 10, I think, something like that. He's been shooting way better at free throw. So his free throw percentage went from 64, and I think he's at like 68 or 69% now. So he's just constantly improving, and he's playing with so much confidence, and the team is playing off of him, as well as Tyrese Halliburton, who's been a freaking star for us. He's so great in the fourth quarter. And it just feels nice as a fan, man. To know that we finally have something special. We have something special. But the the key here's the key component. Yes, we beat the Clippers. We beat Boston. We beat Denver. We're on a four-game winning streak. But the point is to keep it up. And it don't get no easier on this road stretch. We still got to play the Nets twice. We got to play the Bucks. Uh, but let's talk about the four. These next four coming up. We play Philly, Orlando, Memphis, Brooklyn. Now, I'm worried about this. We play Philly today. Now, I'm worried about this Philly matchup because I don't know who the hell is going to guard my MVP favorite, Embiid. But we're playing at home. Luke has been a, doing a very good job coaching. Team is playing inspired. Let's continue to surprise people because De'Aaron Fox's name is still getting disrespected. Where Kings are still not getting the attention they deserve. But it's okay. They got to earn that. They got to earn that attention. That's at the point we haven't made it to the playoffs in 14 years. And De'Aaron Fox is playing with a chip on his shoulder. As I said before about that stupid jaw over D. Fox, which is nonsense to me. People are starting to recognize that jaw needs to get on De'Aaron Fox's level. We play Philly, though. We play Orlando next. We beat Orlando already, but we can't play down to opponents. Yes, because we beat them. We got to be able to beat them again. Then we play Memphis. I am excited for this Memphis game. I want Fox to go for 40 playing against Memphis. We have to beat Memphis. That has to be a statement game. I know he has that circled on his calendar. I know he has to. So I hope he goes at jaw that game. I hope Fox goes at jaw and we, I hope we win versus the Grizzlies. Because the disrespect has gotten out of control. And then we play Brooklyn. That's going to be a tough matchup. Um, so it's all about staying consistent. We're in seventh right now. It's crazy that we were just like, what, 5 and 9, and now we're sitting here at 12 and 10. That's good. But we did start the season off 3 and 1, and then we put ourselves in a position where we, were, where we were 5 and 9. So it's all about consistency. Still a long season, so I'm not going to get, even though I'm really, really, really excited, I got to keep my composure because the season is nowhere near to ending. A lot of things can still happen. Um... And also, it's 10 teams can make the playoffs. If we are able, or if we're competing the way that we're competing, we don't want that 7th and 8th seed. We really want that 4th and 5th seed so we can have that for sure spot. We don't want to be playing in no playing games to save our spot. So I think that's important to take advantage. Because if you look at the teams, 
Um, we're in the same pace. The Spurs are in fifth place right now. The Spurs and the Suns. And I don't think they're so much... They're not that much better than the Kings. Um, who did... De'Aaron Fox is on the same tier as Devin Booker, in my opinion. And the Spurs... De'Aaron Fox is better than every single player on the Spurs. So, you know, as long as the team... Uh, you know, the Kings as a collective help Fox, and they have been helping Fox, like Harrison Barnes, Tyrese, Rashawn Holmes, and Buddy lately. I feel like we can compete with the Spurs and Suns easily. I feel like, like I said, the only teams I feel like is on another level is the Lakers and Clippers. We haven't seen the Jazz yet this season. as The Kings haven't, but the Jazz have been really good. Um, but they don't fear me because I don't see who's going to stop Fox. I am that confident because we have a star player just as well. Um, he has been playing on the same level as Luka. So that makes De'Aaron Fox a top five point guard. You can't name me anybody other than Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, and Damian Lillard. Who's been better than Fox? Fox has been playing on the same level as Luka. And he's been having more team success as well. He's not playing with an all-star. Don't say Trey Young. Don't you get me started on Trey Young. Um, I guess you can put OG, CP3. De'Aaron Fox's number is better, but that's a Hall of Famer right there. I'll take, you can say, I like. I won't, it won't make me mad if you're saying Chris Paul is better than De'Aaron Fox. I won't be mad at that. But you can say Luka, I guess, as well. But one player has been better in doing on both ends with a lesser team because he has Porzingis. So, hey, but I can't go this far with the talking because the season's not over yet. They still have things to prove. They are, We are far from arriving. But we got to keep it up. Um, and yeah, we're going to see how this stretch goes. I wanted to come here and make a new recap. Also, I want to talk about the new platform. I am on Spotify now. I'm going to upload on Spotify. I'm going to keep uploading on Podbean as well, just for the fuck of it. Um, but yeah, it feels nice to be on Spotify now. Hopefully I got more listeners and maybe I might do some ads or whatever to give me a little money doing this. But um, if you would have asked me like around two, three months ago that I would be like doing this, like I was in a darker place in, in around October, I'm telling you. And I didn't think I was going to even, like, record episodes at the pace that I'm doing right now, like, again. Just darker place, but I'm in a new situation, and I'm having a lot of fun doing this. I'm having a lot of fun uh, coming out here, making podcasts. Um, I'm writing notes, trying to prepare for it, and I'm, I'm starting to build, like, the... What's that? The inspiration. Like, I have more inspiration to just keep doing it, and... You know, for anybody that's listening to this, you're the reason why I live. <laughs> but I really appreciate it. It means the world to me. I have so much fun doing this. I'm so glad I'm taking a semester off of school and doing this podcast, talking about sports. It's just something I guess I have a passion for. Something I've been having a passion for. And there's other things I do want to talk about as well. I keep saying that. Um, I just want to... I've been trying to stick on the fort, um, on the sports because it's basketball season. A lot of things is going on. I want to be able to keep up with it. And the main thing is it will be, it's going to be so cool looking back at this where how my predictions or what I say become true because it's all documented. You know, I can't bullshit <laughs> any of the things I say in the future because I'm documented right now. But 
being on Spotify, I feel like that, that was a huge little thing for me because I wanted to be able to, before I get on like a, a Spotify or something, I wanted to prove and see what works and what don't work before I start putting it out there. And I transferred all the episodes. There's some bad episodes. There's some good episodes. I think the whole point, but the whole point of this is growth. And, you know, hopefully when school opens back up, I'm going to be able to be in the um, the studio recording podcasts, get some better quality, maybe have some background sounds and all of that. But we're not there yet. As I said before, I got to show consistency first. And this is on, ep- we're episode 22 now. We'll see how much episodes we get by the end of February. It's a short month. Maybe I'll be at 25. Maybe I'll be at 30. We'll see. We'll see how work for me fluctuates. But I'm here now. The moon child is here. And we're going to keep going together. And I'm just so appreciative of anybody that takes the time to listen. As I said before, it's podcast is something that's very specific to your interests. And if anybody's like... To know that somebody's interested in listening to me means the world. So, I'm going to keep it at here. Kings play tonight. Hopefully we win. We can stop Embiid. I've seen the Kings beat Philly before live. I went with my boy Miguel. So, we'll see how this goes. Alright, so I'm out of here. Peace.